0: And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with us today as we embark on the Christmas season, but we keep the spooky energy. That's right. It is officially December. Well, it's been December, but for this is our bit. first. Of, yeah, for a little bit. But it's this is our first official December episode. And uh, we're excited. We're really excited for what we have in mind. For this month Mm -hmm. and to talk about the different movies we're going to be talking about this month as well because we've kind of known what we were going to talk about pretty pretty long now I feel like halfway through the year we kind of decided like what our december was gonna be
1: yeah we already got our december on lock pretty much which is real nice
0: yeah which (laughs) is super nice and also very rare uh we tend (laughs) to kind of fly by the seat of our pants at times i feel like every once in a while we um will have a movie where it coinc like coincides with a holiday or something that's going on where we kind of know Mm -hmm. but and then obviously like months that have a theme are a little bit easier but for the most part we kind of just go wherever the wind or the homies lead us uh, (laughs)
1: yeah pretty much
0: (laughs) but today oh today today, um is something that we have had planned actually since last December. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so last December, we covered a movie that was like I said, kind of a spur of the moment random movie because obviously it was our first December and we were still kind of trying to like figure out what exactly we wanted to do. And we were trying to find some movies that maybe we hadn't seen yet or we hadn't heard a lot of people talk about before. And through doing that, we d- we stumbled upon this movie called Once Upon a Time at Christmas.
2: Yes, which we did.
0: <laughs> at the time was on Hulu, but I don't think it's on Hulu anymore. I know it's on Tubi for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, at the time it was on Hulu and we just kind of found it and we said, why not? And if you've listened to that episode, you know, we were, we were a little confused by what was given to us. A lot confused.
1: That is putting it. Yeah. Very nicely.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, to put it to put it most gently, we were a bit confused by what we witnessed. Um, quite, quite disappointed. I think. In. No, you know what? I say that, but actually I don't think we were disappointed because it made for an entertaining episode and it made for a very fun conversation, but I will say it was some like it was not at all what we thought what we were thinking we were going to be getting into.
1: No, not even <laughs> a little bit. It was a Christmas surprise that I didn't want but definitely got, and yeah. to this day, still kind of sticks with me. I think I, I think I may still be a little bit scarred that experience. It was a that fruit experience. cake.
0: It was a fruit cake. Fruit cakes are very lovely looking, but mm-hmm. the contents of them are <laughs> are just not ever what you want. Um, yeah. At least for me personally, I don't want those kinds of things inside of my cake.
1: You know, I gotta be honest, this is slightly veering away, but I don't think I've ever had a good fruitcake. Thinking about it here right now. I don't think in all my years of living, all the Christmas seasons I have seen, I do not think that I have ever received a fruitcake that I've enjoyed.
0: You know what? I have not either. I think I've only, to be fair, I think I've only had fruitcake once and it was from a store. And Mm. so maybe homemade fruitcake is the way to go. But also, I'm not a huge fan of like chunks of stuff um, in cake. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the different textures because when I eat cake, I want to have that like fluffy cake-like texture. I don't want to be like, oh, what's this? A cordial mm-hmm. cherry? Why is that? <laughs> what is that doing in there? Like what? <laughs> oh, what is this? A piece of a fry? Like a dried orange? Is not my favorite thing. So yeah. I don't know. No,
1: I get that. I get that totally. I'm also Caribbean, though. So mm. we actually we had fruitcake Like people would still make fruitcake because we wanted to blend in with the Americans. But we also <laughs> would typically um, have rum cake. And now that that is really mm. good. I really enjoy the holiday rum cakes. Okay. Um, Fruitcakes, though. Not really my jam. Not Not my jam. Kind of like the uh, movie that prequels this movie. So
0: needless (laughs) to say, we were hoping for a rum cake, um, but they showed up with a fruit cake. And we were like, yeah, okay, thanks, I guess. And then
1: not only did they show up with a fruit cake, but they also looked us dead in the eyes and said, hey, guess what? We're going to have another fruit cake and we're going to bring it to you (laughs) and we hope you enjoy it.
0: (laughs) They're like, here's here's what we brought and you're like okay cool thanks like they bring it on the plate and then they're like well mm-hmm. we got you a gift and then you unwrap the gift and it's another fruitcake, and you're like <laughs> what the-? and they're like but check your stocking over the fireplace and you go to the stocking and there's another fruitcake inside of there and you're yeah, like this it's is like- horrible. Please stop. This is bad <laughs> Stop. I would love it. I'd love it if you stopped right now.
1: There's just there's no way I've been this bad all year. There's no way I deserve this. No
0: way. I've Am not I actually a demon? What did I do this year? <laughs> I can't recall. But yeah, so we obviously had our feelings about that. If you would like to go back and re- or listen to that episode if you haven't yet, uh please do. If not, we'll try and kind of get you up to speed uh, because this this movie is a continuation of that first one. But we were shocked to find that there was not only a sequel to that movie, but then there's another one that is currently in post-production, I believe. So mm-hmm.
1: if it if it's still there, who knows? Right?
0: Um, who knows? With everything that happened in the world, kind of put a halt on a lot of movies and and different things in production. So it it might be at a standstill or it might just be pushed back a little bit. Um, we'll have to check in on that. But yeah, I think we both saw that there was a sequel, and we both kind of had this moment of acknowledging that it was a necessity for us to yeah watch the sequel. So we waited all was- year. <laughs>
1: it was only right but yeah we knew it was coming we were fully aware and i don't know if waiting an entire year honestly prepped me to watch this but i guess we'll talk about it today
0: (laughs) right Um, and also a heads up for anyone like i said the first one is on tubi but if you want to check this second one out we will try and like give you all the information so that if you don't want to you don't have to but if you feel like this is one you want to watch just a heads up you have to rent it or buy it there is nowhere to watch it uh or stream it for free so yeah at least from
1: when we're recording this right right, now. right. That, but, that may or may not change in the future but for like right now
0: yeah in this moment on december 1st you do have to rent it Um, Mm -hmm. just a heads up, just some food for thought.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Know that we paid money to watch this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Know that, know that we did pay money, which, you know what? Hey, we are big fans of, you know, supporting other artists So that's that's fine. But just know that that is something you may have to do. But if it sounds interesting Mm -hmm. to you or entertaining, then totally go for it. Um, I was going to say before you get into the synopsis, did you Mm -hmm. want me to kind of do like a very, very simple rundown of what the first movie entailed?
1: Oh, yeah. Why not? Give us give us your speed run of what happened before the nights before
0: Christmas. (laughs) Okay, Um, yes, because I actually went back in my um, my journal and I found the notes that I took for this one. And I also kind of scrolled through it on Tubi um, just to kind of. You know remember little bits and pieces but Mm -hmm. basically the movie takes place in the small town of woodridge which we spent a long time last time figuring out is in upstate new york so they're kind of (laughs) connecting it to uh new york which will kind of tie into this movie but it takes place in the town of woodridge Our main character in the first one is Jennifer. She is a very blasé kind of character. Really nothing to talk about. But the main thing about Jennifer is that her family is being targeted by Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus. Two crazy murderers who are running wild in Woodridge. And basically the whole movie is just the police trying to solve the crime and catch these two people. Who I would like to nail this into your head they are just people like they are human beings this entire Mm -hmm. town is not only the town but they bring in federal agents as well from like outside of their town everybody is trying to catch them they can't be caught they're slippery slippery as oil cannot be tamed they're running around this town and they're killing people (laughs) they're following the 12 days of christmas song (laughs) and killing people in accordance to like the numbers and what they got on that day and it all culminates in the 12th day where they finally come face to face with jennifer and they discover that nicholas aka the santa claus killer is jennifer's actual dad and that's like basically where the movie ends nobody catches them they get away even though they were right there ready to be caught they get away and that's basically where we're left at the end of the last movie
1: Mm -hmm. lots Mm -hmm. of dead people
0: and two killers on the loose
1: that was a pretty succinct and accurate uh, description of what the mm-hmm. fuck happened in the first movie mm-hmm. i think you actually funny enough i think you really did nail all the key plot points yeah that's, um that's spoiler alert there weren't it. many
0: yeah, was <laughs> like, <laughs> it was actually pretty easy once i went back and reread my notes i was like oh, okay yeah that's that's not bad
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay but now that we're caught up to speed shall we uh move forward another year and uh go ahead and cover the sequel
0: yes please
1: all right homies we are entering into spoiler territory so you have been warned but like we said today we will be covering nights before christmas which is the sequel to once upon a time at christmas and this was directed by paul tantor Written by Paul Tantor with help from Simon Phillips and starring Simon Phillips as Santa, (laughs) Selah DeGode as Mrs. Claus, and Kate Schroeder as Agent
2: Natalie Parker. (laughs) He's making a list. He's checking it twice. And if your name's on it, things aren't going to be nice. Nick Conway and Michelle Weaver, aka Mr. and Mrs. Claus, are back again for another Yuletide slaying. And this year, they have a list of all the naughty names in Woodridge, and they're crossing them out one by one. It's up to FBI agent Natalie Parker and survivors Jennifer and Courtney to put a stop to the Christmas killings. But are they strong enough to fight the spirit of Christmas himself? Insert gasoline parties, holiday strip teases, and the most effective police force you've ever seen here. Our film concludes with Santa and Mrs. Claus hunting everyone who's ever hurt them. And Jennifer struggling to put an end to this Christmas madness once and for all. Also, this is private property. Roll credits.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, also, one. Le- so the original movie came out in 2017. And then mm-hmm. this one is 2020. So we've had a bit of a three-year gap um, between these two but um, many of the characters from the last one that obviously are still alive come back for this one which Mm -hmm. was a fun little addition probably would have been funner if we had watched these closer together because it did take me a minute to remember who everybody was Um, Uh (laughs) so I was like okay. (laughs)
1: It did, and I gotta be real, it still took a while after remembering <laughs> like who everybody was plot-wise, because there also were some recastings, mm-hmm. where I was sitting there really racking my brain, because I kind of did the same thing you did. I went back, I skimmed through the first movie again, I even listened to some of our episode again to just get some of the ideas back, and I was sitting there looking at some of these girls, and I was like who the hell are you? I don't, I do not remember who, <laughs> who you were. I don't you? remember your character. Um, but it turns out like the main two girls, uh, Courtney and Jennifer both got recast mm-hmm. for this, for the sequel. Um, however, we did get the same Mr. And Mrs. Claus from the first movie. So that is yes. good to have at least that through line. Um, yes. I gotta be honest. Sheriff, I didn't notice.
0: The sheriff oh, and the, the sheriff. And, guy, right? and, and yeah.
1: yeah, we have the sheriff as well. Um, I was going to say I didn't realize when we covered the first movie that Santa aka Simon Phillips w- like I it for whatever reason it didn't register to me that he was a part of the writing process. Like I didn't for whatever reason I did not realize that until looking through the credits for this one and being like, "Huh. Agreed. Oh, okay. Santa helped with the writing. That actually makes a lot of sense now."
0: Agreed. Um but I feel like it it does you're right it does make a lot of sense because i feel like he really gives himself a lot of lines that you can tell that he is really relishing and saying um mm-hmm. so i feel like he definitely probably was the one writing his and mrs claus's parts quite often yeah, but yeah he probably I, just had
1: free reign there yeah,
0: <laughs> no yeah, yeah do what you want do whatever you want but yeah i agree with you i did not that was something that i made note of this time that i also feel like i didn't really pay attention to last time um, maybe just because I was so shook but yeah I definitely definitely made <laughs> a note of were, that
1: <laughs> there were definitely some way more pressing matters with the first movie <laughs> yeah who wrote it
0: was like the last thing in my head when we watched the first one um yeah but yeah I um I actually didn't well because when we first start mm-hmm. well okay well first of all Roshane yes What's, what's in up? your notebook
1: oh okay um well the first thing i have um was that we are one minute in and mrs claus is already making me feel very uncomfortable uh <laughs> yeah I mean... that honestly really summarizes my feelings with like the first <laughs> two
0: mm-hmm. minutes
1: of this movie
0: because the way that the Miss, mr and mrs claus are played They are played like cartoon characters. They're not played like they're, you know, trying to be realistic people in any sense of the like word. They are, yeah, they're like funhouse versions of what they think, you know, these characters should be. And I think the thing about it is this movie is, it's not entertaining or fun enough for that to work you know what i mean like i i Mm -hmm. feel like that could work in certain movies and it has worked in certain movies i have movies that i watch that are horror movies that are on the sillier side where they have characters like that but the movie as a whole seems like it's on that path and so they fit Mm -hmm. into the universe this one it's half of a cop drama and it tries to be so serious at times that these characters feel so over the top and then it feels like halfway through the movie they decide they want to kind of make it funny and then by but but then by that point you're just so upset that you don't you're <laughs> like not laughing you're just like consistently on the verge of, of pressing pause so by the time that, that happens it's like okay well this means nothing to me now. Right. You won't. You won't get a laugh out of me. I. I won't allow it. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse. I refuse <laughs> to chuckle.
1: Not today. Uh, yeah. you, know, you know. the thing about. So, well, we covered the first one, which mm-hmm. you. Some people will remember that I, I. I took some issues, um, specifically with like Mrs. Claus and just the character. Of Mrs. Claus. And I gotta say, coming into the sequel, at least this time I kind of knew what to expect, right? So I had my expectations in check going into the sequel. And, you know, my thing with Mrs. Claus is I actually give the actress credit Mm -hmm. for making a choice and sticking with that choice for two movies straight. She does. She makes a character decision and she sticks to it and she plays... That character throughout the course of both of the movies my issue with mrs claus is i felt like it was the wrong decision and no <laughs> one told her otherwise
0: yeah like you said they 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 had free reign like both of these characters were just they or both of these actors were allowed to just let totally loose which is awesome when you're an actor but it's mm-hmm. the director's job to kind of rein that in and harness that so that everything is flowing and so that everything is melding together because these characters feel like they should be in a different movie or maybe in something different when you put them side by side with these other characters that we get. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's jarring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it's so jarring and the funniest thing for me actually is i feel like there were some pocket moments in this movie because it's a little bit different mm-hmm. it's like a pseudo prequel along with being a sequel like we get a little bit more backstory in our two main killers because right. they are both uh, escapees from a mental institution that they lit on fire And so in lieu of that, we do get to see a little bit of them before they don the Mr. and Mrs. Claus monikers. And funny enough, I actually really enjoyed both of their performances before they become Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Mm -hmm. I think that as people, the performances of those two characters are awesome. And then it just like, the moment they switch gears, it all just... It just fades away, like right. the the nuance and all the the good stuff that we're getting from their actual personalities. I think disappears because they're so um, dedicated to these roles that they're playing, which was kind of a bummer. Because there were some moments in this movie where I was like, "Huh, that acting's pretty good. That's that's not bad. That's not a bad scene." I, uh, yeah. Like, there, for instance, the one scene with uh, Mister Claus before he's Mister Claus, like being interrogated um about like what he wants and why he can't leave i thought that was a really good scene i thought the performance in that mm-hmm. scene was really really good
0: I but agree it doesn't last
1: throughout the entire movie and that's the unfortunate part for me
0: yeah you get little blips of it and it you're right it's it doesn't make it's how did we get here how did we get to this point where they are these people now and I wish that they did have more of the bits of when they're the bits of the before I wish that we got more of that because I actually feel like that makes them more interesting than them just Mm -hmm. being like, oh, you can't reason with them. They're wild. They're crazy. They're wacky. They're coming for like I'm like, okay so so then every time we see them it feels like it's the the coyote and the road runner i know some mm-hmm. wacky scenario is going to come i know the police are going to basically run head first into a painted on tunnel and he's going to be sitting there like well like <laughs> and so after a <laughs> while they i was just kind of it was not fun because there's no there's no any situation where you see them it automatically becomes okay this is a death scene which is fine but Mm -hmm. the death scenes aren't fun enough for me to be excited about that because I it's you know the the budget's not high enough or they're not able to do it so a lot of the death scenes it's just kind of like that I will say they're better in this movie than they mm-hmm. were in the first. They are. We, we, they are. we see a lot more. That was actually my first note was I'm already upset, but the quality seems better. And that's true, yeah.
3: it, it is
0: better. They've obviously been able to do more and they have upped the budget. But I will say the, op- the flip side of that is this story is not as fun as what we got in the first one. As ridiculous as yeah. the 12 Days of Christmas thing was it was a lot of fun and then this one is boring it's just really boring <laughs> it's like oh santa claus made Damn, a naughty or
1: another words but just straight yeah, up really you're boring it's like oh
0: santa claus made a naughty or nice list who would have thunk you know like
1: that's true some of. Despite how much we um, had qualms with the first movie, I agree with you. Like, the idea, the basis behind the whole movie, this 12 Days of Christmas thing, it was, yeah, it was fun. It was a fun idea, and it was interesting enough to at least watch through to see what all the different killings looked like. But, yeah, this time around, there's no real, like, there is a rhyme and reason to how they're killing, but it's not as interesting as in the first movie. Like they've got a list of people for a specific reason that they're taking out. Um, It has no like real Christmas nuance other than the fact that after they kill somebody or let somebody go, they are branding them with either a naughty or a nice. Like that's the, that's as, that's as holiday or festive as we get with a lot of these kills. Mm
0: -hmm. And it bugged me so much because in the, in the first one, obviously, we knew what was going on. It was, you know, so we were kind of like, okay, duh. It's the Frenchans, three Frenchans. I wonder what that means. But I, you could say in that universe, like, these police officers are dumb. So that's why they're not picking up on it. But you could see why it's a little bit harder. It was killing me in this one because multiple times throughout the movie, they say it's a naughty or nice list. What if there's a physical <laughs> list? Do you think there's a physical list? Why did that revelation happen four separate times so in this movie? By many the times, bro. First, the old sheriff says it's a naughty or nice list. I think it's a physical list. Then the new uh then Natalie says, what if it was a physical list? And then Agent Zach says, "I think we found the physical list." And then Nathan, and then Natalie says, "I think it's a naughtier nice list." And they're going down the list. I was like, "Oh my god!" That happens ten every ten minutes. Somebody says, "I think it's a naughtier nice list," and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god!" Somebody give me a shot. <laughs> <laughs> It'll
3: be Christmas related. What? Oh, he's choosing
4: Maybe not this time. Always. Three attacks. One he let live, two he killed. All connected with Courtney. Father, the therapist, the local priest, all trying to flesh out Jennifer.
3: There's something missing here. It's got to be related to Christmas.
4: He's leaving naughty or nice labels at each crime scene. Well, there you go. But. It all ties back to Jennifer, right?
2: It looks like Jennifer is what
3: it's based around, but the priest doesn't connect to her. And his killing won't have been random. Uh, they leave people alive for a reason. That's the same way they kill them. Now there's a connection between the, uh, the targets too. You said he's been marking them with naughty and nice. Just like the song. What if it's an actual list?
2: You are right.
4: Well, it's not very comforting. I was right about us underestimating him.
2: Just doesn't fit any profile.
4: Yeah. Which makes it that much more difficult for us to predict his next move. What about Mitchell? Voicemail he left me. All he said was that it's an actual list. That's it.
2: Well, we've already cross-referenced everyone, and so far there's no one that is connected. So if there is a link, I just can't see it.
4: He said it was an actual list. So... Like it already exists. I don't follow. Oh, The list, it's not a connection we need to find. This list, it already exists. Get forensics in here with an infrared lamp. What are we looking for? There was something here, he took it. But it looks A4 shaped. A4 shaped? Yeah, everything else here is a picture, but what was here, he thought was worth taking and not letting us find. Could be a list. List of what? Victims. Sheriff Mitchell mentioned a reference to that Naughty or Nice song. Maybe it's an actual list, meaning that the victims might actually be connected in a way that has nothing to do with Jennifer. So what are we hoping forensics will find?
2: So what's the significance?
4: I think it's a list, like an actual
2: list. Go on.
4: We've been assuming that they are picking targets that are connected to Jennifer and then deciding whether they were Naughty or Nice. Which they are. Becky Mudd wasn't connected to anyone. She was wrong place, wrong time.
2: They still killed her and her boyfriend.
4: But didn't label them. This list. I think it's an actual physical thing that they've been sticking to as a rule. It's not something they're making up as they go along. The names, the targets, they've all been preset. So I don't think it's as random as we thought it was.
2: Natalie, you're right. About the list and the infrared lamp showing up the information. <laughs> it's so true it's
1: so true yeah that's that's gotta be the first big con of this one right is uh, erica nailed it on the head here where there are some improvements moving into the sequel Mm -hmm. um you can kind of see it in the budget the way they're shooting things in the kills and whatnot like there actually are some improvements but the story bruh the (laughs) story's just struggle bussing the entire time man and the worst part is it was struggling, but it was really trying to go for something a lot more grounded and real this time around, and that's so unfortunate. (laughs) Like, they were taking such a much more realistic route this Mm -hmm. time around, but it just didn't work because of several different hiccups along the way. Um, The (laughs) lack of people realizing the big reveal revelation being a huge one because right. it happens so goddamn often. Um, but that it does bring up, or you do bring up something that I did want to talk about, which is our new police force. Because mm-hmm. in the first one, um, the police force still played a very big role in the movie, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> th- with the sheriff and his uh, deputy trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Um, This time around, they decided to skip that. They jumped directly to the FBI. They're like, we've already dealt with this. Uh, We know who to call for this. We're not playing around. We're calling in the big guns. And one of the things that I actually took note of was... I was weirded out to see a somewhat competent FBI agent in this movie, Mm -hmm. Uh, because I think despite the reveal thing, which, you know, I don't really think was her fault. It was just more of a writing thing. I think that agent Natalie Parker was a big upgrade um, from the sheriff and the deputy that we got in the first movie.
0: Yeah, she is much more like like you said, she's much more grounded. She seems like she is kind of on top of things a lot more. And she has a pretty good grasp on being proactive. A lot of the times in this movie, she is actively searching for clues or investigating, whereas on the first one, the sheriff was just kind of stumbling upon these scenes and being like, whoa, what is going on? In this one, she is very, very like pushing the case forward and i think that she benefits because this has already happened once she already is kind of prepared to deal with these people they're not so much of a mystery Mm -hmm. we get a little bit of a pinky in the brain situation however because then she's paired up with agent zach who
1: is one of the dumbest FBI agents I think I've ever seen in cinema what?
0: <laughs> what is going on like what is happening here agent Zach is absolutely <laughs> should not be left alone or left to his own devices now later on in the movie I feel like um because they kind of shift the focus to some other characters a little bit more. He kind of gets pushed to the background so he becomes more competent just because he has to push the plot forward. Mm-hmm. But up until that point, if there weren't for Natalie, he would just be driving in circles, not doing anything. And I couldn't, it was, it was at the point when they had Mrs. Claus in custody
1: Oh my God, dude. And
0: he, okay, I need to lay the scene for the homies that have not watched this movie yet because I feel like there's probably a lot of you. (laughs) 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 They finally get Mrs. Claus into custody. This is about halfway through the movie. This movie is about an hour and 45 minutes. Has no right to be. But about halfway through the movie, they get Mrs. Claus into custody and Natalie leaves Zach to kind of watch over her and not even I don't even know why he was down there. He goes down there to talk to her and he asks her if she's hungry and she makes a comment that is like, oh, no, I, I ate razor blades for breakfast. And obviously she's lying. Like, obviously, it's just a snarky thing to say, because first of all why would she have razor blades on her person she is in jail like what what <laughs> so so she says i ate razor blades for breakfast and he believes her he's like he's like, he's like a- is that a joke and Wait, she, did you
1: really like you hold really? on you really you you ate razor blades nobody's Wait, that
0: crazy and then and then she's like i guess we'll find out and immediately he turns around and he's like i need an ambulance and because he does that mrs claus escapes and it's mm-hmm. the i wrote BITCH in all caps with multiple <laughs> exclamation points because I could not believe. Yes, they had some stupid one, stupid police officers in the first one. But this is new territory. They had this man bend over backwards doing the most because they had to figure out a way to get to this next scene.
2: You hungry? <laughs>
3: no.
2: I had razor blades for breakfast, baby. You swallowed razor blades today? Is that a joke? (laughs) Could be. Is it a joke?
3: Nah. Death is pretty certain. You'll never get what you want if I bleed out, right?
2: Nobody's that fucking crazy.
3: (laughs) You're just gonna have to
2: find out. Shut it. Yeah, I need an ambulance.
3: Transport one of the time. security protocol. Wish <laughs>
0: Which don't mm-hmm. get me wrong, this next scene is is a a, a good scene. It's it's like mm. a cool mm. Now now hold on cuz mm. we're going to we're going to we're going to talk about it. <laughs> okay, okay. I
1: was like hold on with that liberal no, use of <laughs> the word good here. Erica. No,
0: hold on. Don't don't print that. Don't write that down yet. Don't don't put that in, <laughs> in print yet cuz we're going to we're going we're gonna to expand on that. But I, I get that they wanted to have that next scene be a thing, but it makes no sense because why would she have razor blades? Like, she's obviously joking. And the fact... And the, the other thing that frustrated me was, okay, fine, whatever. You know, Zach, Zach seems really silly in that moment. Everybody backs him up. Everybody's yeah. like, yep, we're doing this. She ate razor blades. Yeah, oh, okay, man. yep, we're taking her. What?
1: She must have them razor blades. Gotta gotta get her.
0: What the... <laughs> For what? And, and why would... Where are all the other police? I feel like the way that she has been running around murdering people, she should be consistently under surveillance. And you're telling me which I think she
1: is because, like, every time we every time we look at her in that cell, um, who's ever talking to her is going down there, and then they usually have two to four police officers posted up on both sides of this holding area. So there was literally no moment ever where she could have gotten razor blades like it no actually does not make any sense
0: and no moment where she could have just been sitting there snacking on them like Chex mix somebody would have seen her
1: and then do you think if she had (laughs) been doing that she'd be able to be cracking jokes with you right now after (laughs) eating razor blades my guy
0: I was inconsolable when that part came. <laughs> I could not believe it because once again, once multiple times throughout these movies, one of them will be apprehended and I'm sick of them being taken to jail and then escaping because of the silliest of reasons. And so, yeah, they they put her in an ambulance and they put her basically in like a convoy where multiple cops are in front and behind her that behind yeah. the ambulance and now
1: you cannot forget that is also someone's first day on the job apparently of
0: course, just got out one week out of the academy bright-eyed and bushy-tailed ready <laughs> ready to take on the world and they say you know what why don't you sit in the ambulance with her <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was like, well, it was nice knowing you, extra number six, because, yeah, he he gets this big whoop-de-doo, and and he's obviously super nervous about it. I'm like, why are they putting him in the car with her? But they do. They only have two officers in the car with her, mind you, and then everybody Mm -hmm. else is just kind of following her. Now, what I meant about this scene is that i think in the grand scheme of things this is this is actually not that bad of a scene setup wise because okay. it, it, it kind of reminds you know it, it's the michael myers transportation scene where they're transporting <laughs> the bad guy you know things are going to go wrong and you know that you know somehow pr- most likely santa claus is going to help her escape and I was fine with mm-hmm. that. It actually, it, you get some cool shots of all of them driving in line. And it's like a snowy scene. And, true, true. and then the actual shot or the actual bit of the tree falling onto the car isn't bad. What is preposterous is everything else. Everything mm-hmm. else that happens from the minute that, that they stop to the end of it is utterly it's it's de- It's disrespectful it's insulting actually
1: <laughs> <laughs> for the record um, there may be several times where you hear Erica or I um, at a loss for words and it's <laughs> honestly because these moments there's nothing that you can say you just have to sit and watch <laughs>
0: them in disbelief watch- honestly have to watch them. And I want to preface this. I do want to say, you know, we have our our fun. We make our jokes. I I will always give it up to people who go out there and make a film and and do it. Because, like, that's what I would like to do someday. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know what? It's probably not going to be great, but it'll be fun. And so I have to give it up to them because they did it and it's out there. But that does not mean that it is, you know, that I'm not going to. Critique it, cause yeah, it, it, can, like, they, it can they, always be better, and it can be better. Um, it can, it
1: can be. Yeah, there, there is fun to be had in this movie. I actually do think there are fun portions of this movie, and you mm-hmm. can tell that the people involved are having fun. Um, I, I just I, the escort scene just it was not one of them. I'm sorry. Yeah. It, was, it, it it really, um despite the fact ba- I will give you. That some of the things that they shot looked cool. It looked yeah. cool, and I do think some of the shot comp- composition and some of the some of the um, artistic choices and what they did, it's pretty cool. Um, but that whole sequence from jail cell to ending was absolutely preposterous. Mm-hmm. Um, from razor blades to her even being in there with newbie guy um, to uh, the fact that. I'm sorry, an FBI convoy escorting one of FBI's most wanted criminals was not informed that this criminal's accomplice would be dressed as motherfucking Santa Santa Claus.
0: Claus.
1: That was information they thought, nah, you don't really need that. And then, I'm sorry... The plan for her escape was for her to lie about eating razor blades, get the police to believe her, her to get transported and Santa Claus to cut down a fucking tree in time to stop the convoy from getting to the hospital and then single-handedly slaughtering an entire FBI convoy right. with nothing but a motherfucking fire axe. Um, yeah, on paper, on paper, that is hilarious and fun as hell, but watching it is absolutely infuriating it's, from a logical makes standpoint. no
0: sense. There are at least 300 gunshots ring out. And screams are to be heard, and yet he survives. What were they shooting at? The trees? Like <laughs> full what was shooting my Like man,
1: goddamn star, was, like storm, like stormtroopers, bro? Saying,
0: was my man swinging through like Tarzan? Like as far as I can <laughs> tell, he's probably walking through the tr- through the cars. So why couldn't anybody hit him with the gun? And yes, there's so many things about. So are you telling me that Mrs. Claus and him? What did they say when she got at when before she got taken to jail did they say okay on the 3rd day that you're in jail <laughs> lie to them about swallowing razor blades make sure they leave around I don't know 12 p.m. I'll be there blocking the way how did they make the plan with her in jail and him bebopping around killing people like Let me let
1: me let me save you the trouble they probably didn't they probably didn't. This like, man,
0: the- is so su- he's like a super villain in this. He has powers or something.
1: But as Erica said at the beginning, I hope you remember, these are just people. There is nothing, <laughs> nothing supernatural about them. They are literally just people.
0: They are just people, but somehow everything works out totally well for them and of course this scene honestly feels like that like that game that you play where each person adds a line to the story and it like you know devolves into chaos that's Mm -hmm. what this scene feels like because it's like (laughs) the car's trapped in the middle of the road the tree falls on the car she kicks a police officer in the throat with her stiletto heel (laughs) and then and then, um, of course, because as we said, our our rookie um, was in the car with her. Of course, he hesitates to shoot, which, you know what? I could have given that to him at first. But the minute that she penetrated that man's throat with her heel, why wouldn't you shoot her? Like, I'm
1: saying, though, he's I'm, like, at what What <laughs> level of of bullshittery did she have to do for you to take action there i yes. i'm very very curious like what what she had to do to make him fire that gun because i don't care who's first day on the job <laughs> like she just and she just a town stop this man in the throat in, the in front throat. of you and you're not doing shit about it
0: not a single thing what academy did you go to weenie Hut academy because that is not <laughs> that is not not feasible that like not only did she kill this man you hear outside that everybody is dying and you just kind of stay posted up in the van and and don't watching your partner bleed watching out Watching your partner bleed out and don't make any type of moves like maybe at least jump into the front of the ambulance and like try and drive away or something because you
1: know (laughs) honestly thinking back on it i actually think the reason that they spent a solid like five minutes giving us the rundown on how new this guy was was in in, in, an attempt to um to uh give reasoning as to why (laughs) He had so much inaction. I think maybe we did need five minutes of, hey, this guy is brand new for any level of believability about what he was going to do in that band because that shit was ridiculous, y'all. It was absolutely bonkers.
0: And it's funny that you say that. It took like five minutes for that, that exposition because this movie does have a knack of spending time on things that i that are not important and that we as the audience don't need to hear and then it will skip things that i feel like would have been nice for us to see for example at the very beginning Mm -hmm. when the feds are called after courtney's dad gets killed
1: hmm. Which I, by the way, I know we already talked about this, but it took me half the movie to remember who Courtney and Jennifer were <gasps> and saying. like who was who that took so long. It but please continue.
0: Eight, no, you're right. It took me ages because that's actually what I was going to say earlier is I thought Courtney was the daughter and the main girl yeah, from the, right? the first one. The way that this movie started, it made it seem like she was important and jennifer was kind of in the background for a lot of it and so once it took me a while i I, it wasn't until i went back and looked at my looked at my notes that i was like wait a minute jennifer was the main character in the first one and courtney was just like her best friend Mm -hmm. but you know in the
1: spirit of the in the spirit of the first movie it kind of was the same thing where jennifer was the main character Mm -hmm. but it really didn't feel like it for like 99 percent of the movie
0: no yeah because she was very much like i said she she doesn't get any characteristics to her besides she's the daughter of a serial serial killer like that's the only thing that's Mm -hmm. important about her and then they give all this stuff to courtney who by all means isn't really the main character but she feels like it because she has way more personality than What they give to Jennifer, but yeah, and
2: I wonder
1: how much of that was them not wanting to use too much Jennifer because they knew that they recast her, so they just didn't want to put it on screen as much. I don't. That's that's you know reaching, but I'm I'm curious because it's like it's weird for her to have such a small role in this movie because she really has a very small role in this movie. All Mm -hmm. things considered,
0: she really does. Yeah, she she just kind of like is there she doesn't really have that many lines until the very end and and <sighs> okay <laughs> so because <laughs> so, i thought of the ending and i got upset no, we're not
1: we're not there yet we
0: will talk about but, but we're not yet. there I yet know. i know okay going back the very beginning of this movie mm-hmm. um courtney Courtney's dad is driving home and he gets killed by Nicholas, which that was the slowest chase scene I've ever seen. Um, True. Courtney's dad was not running at all. He was barely walking at a brisk <laughs> pace. He was just kind of like <laughs> carefully tiptoeing through the snow. And I was like, is this supposed to be tense? Because I definitely feel like it's not not quite hitting the the feeling they were wanting it to. But
3: mm-hmm.
0: Courtney's dad dies and then, or gets killed. And so then we have this murder, or we have this scene the next day where the police think that it was like a drunk driving accident, which doesn't make any sense. Um, And then the feds come in. What? And that scene is way too long because we cut yeah, away from yeah, it, it really and then is. we cut back to it. And we, we literally have to sit there and listen to Natalie talk through her process of why she doesn't think it's a drunk driving accident why didn't they check the scene correctly oh my god they're back did you alert the fan like stuff that yeah maybe in real life would actually happen but movies aren't meant to be like real life i don't want to hear the entire breakdown of the way that police investigate a scene it's like way Mm -hmm. too long but then later on after at her dad's or courtney's dad's funeral You know the the feds run out and do this whole sting operation and then after that we find out that courtney had agreed to be like bait and we didn't get to see that like Mm -hmm. when did that happen
1: yeah they just kind of threw that one in um and the you know what's there's two things upsetting for me about the, the dad murder scene and the investigation afterwards. Um, the first thing was, um, I was actually really disappointed with the direction they ended up going with Courtney's dad's death because I thought they were setting up for something really cool and really brutal. Uh, Cause mm-hmm. I, so he gets, he's visiting Courtney because Courtney has run away and he gets <laughs> her said, address <laughs> she just you ran said, away
0: <laughs> say that like she like like <laughs> ran away from home and they didn't know where she was she just moved away <laughs> understandably so because she didn't want to be in the murder capital of new york <laughs> that's fair that's fair
1: but all this will be said she she's in a new spot and then her dad <laughs> comes to visit her and he wants her to come home she's like no, no 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 why don't you guys come visit me and so she gives him her address right And now when he's being hunted, quote unquote, uh, by Santa here, we know as the audience that he has got this information on this character that would be very useful to Santa. And he, as a actually somewhat smart character, immediately takes the paper that he's got (laughs) the address on and he eats it, which I'm like, you know what? Good on you. You're like, you you know, he's looking for your daughter and her friend. Um, Yeah, don't let him get that address. I got really excited in that moment because I thought Santa was going to cut him open. Like, I thought that we're, with how wacky the series is, I thought we were going to get something brutal where he's going to be like, oh no, I'm getting that piece of paper. So I got super excited for that. And then he just gets axed in the head. And I was like, oh. But then. Yeah, it just just ends. I was like, oh, that was kind of anticlimactic. I thought there was going to be more there with that. Um, But then with the investigation thing, I agree with you. It went on way too long because they wrote in like an acre of blood, naughty, (laughs) in a field right by where everything took place.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) It should have taken less than five minutes to find that writing. And then you could have cut that scene into a third by just having them walk into the clearing and be like oh yep they're back you know that thing that you did at the end of that scene that lasted 10 minutes you could have just done that at the beginning right of this of, of the scene and then just gone forward
0: it's literally 10 steps away from where they're standing is yes a giant mural written in blood that says naughty and of course, our, you know, our brainiac special agent, Natalie, figures, sees that. But not only that, there's like an axe in the tree. There's all these things around that make it very obvious that this is like foul play and that he didn't mm-hmm. just get into a drunken accident that the police are just not even willing to look at. And yeah, she gets there and she walks around and she's like, I don't think that this is. I don't think this was an accident and I'm like okay we're not gonna act like Natalie just like solved a super insane mathematical equation or anything she literally just looked around at her surroundings and was like guys things are kind of weird here maybe if we did our jobs better we would realize that this is obviously a murder but yeah like things like that just take take up time that doesn't that it doesn't need to. And then yeah, there's there's moments with like stuff with Courtney and Jennifer. I feel like they it don't it feels like things almost just got cut out. I it's like time is jumping for them in a way that it's not for other characters. And it makes it feel really disjointed because there's all of these things going on with them that we don't get to see, but we kind of just hear about it later on and at first and at first when it started i i actually was thinking that i was thinking that it was gonna be yeah like more about courtney and kind of like her journey because you have that whole setup where she's like oh uh, like i don't feel anything and and i'm worried that like am i am i a bad person and all this stuff and and then you start off with her dad dying and all this stuff where i was thinking we were gonna really go on a journey and like see her kind of dealing and grappling with this idea of am i becoming a bad person and like the new murders and everything and they try and do something like that but it doesn't mean anything to me because i hardly see her i hardly see either one of them in this movie so when they come back at the end i'm like what are you doing here like i almost why are you even what is happening
1: (laughs) like Mm -hmm. i i had forgotten about that but that was another point where i was like "Ooh, really cool plot point that just gets dropped so quickly and it's so disappointing um because i gotta be honest here I was rooting for this movie watching it. I really, really was. I was like, I do not want this movie to be as bad as the first movie. I want it to be better. And I'm looking. I am searching. I am excavating this <laughs> movie for it to be good. And there, and every time it has those nuggets of good, something pulls me back. And I'm like, damn it. Just let me enjoy this yeah, thing, man.
0: Let me like you. I want to like don't you because yeah. like there's I actually for the first bit of it, I was like, OK, I, yeah, I like where this is going. And I was thinking maybe it was going to be It's like, I, I don't know what I th- I don't know what I thought it was going to be. But it, at the beginning, we meet all these new care. I thought we were going to be following these new group of characters because. Courtney's in this cafe and there's like all these new characters around. And I was like, Ooh, mm-hmm. is it kind of going to be one of those things where like it it's following them now and it, they're bringing it to a new area. Like um, I almost wondered if it was going to be something like that. Those characters mean nothing in the grand scheme of things, never to be seen again. Cause I thought that that Chris, I thought that that Santa Claus was going to get killed. Have the, something the new or... one. Yeah. Never. We'd never see him again. And, um, so then (laughs) so another thing that i liked at the moment it happened and then it meant nothing in the end is the whole thing with the the therapist um Mm -hmm. because they they play up this idea of like okay it's an a naughty or nice list the fun of that would have been Cause they, they, every time they, they approach someone, they keep saying like, are you naughty or are you nice? Like, what do you think you are? This is the only time where I feel like that really worked for me because I did think that the therapist was naughty. Like I, I was like, oh, they killed her and they didn't Mm -hmm. because she was nice. So they just kind of like tortured her, but they let her live. And I really liked that. And I wish we got more of that, but they already show you beforehand what all of the people have done so you know that the rest of the people are naughty and so there was no like there was no fun question of oh are they gonna let them live are they gonna kill them because i already knew they were gonna kill everybody else so it kind of took away that like mystery aspect of it to me
1: yeah i agree with that and oh also just because you brought it up um, in that realm, shout out to uh, another one of the most awkward strip teases I've ever seen in oh my God. life. Um, these horror movies be coming through I hate with this. these with these with these terrible strip T scenes. and you know what <laughs> they're getting worse and worse each one. Mm-hmm. So you know, keep them coming, I guess. But, bruh, that shit was so oh, awkward. Oh, my
0: gosh. It was hard. And
1: so, like, why did you shoot it for so long? Like, why did you hold, like, we got the idea. We knew what was going to happen. Like, just, just let it happen. And, and granted, when he actually kills her, it's kind of like a cool-ish kill. It's different than what mm-hmm. he normally does. So yeah. I was like, okay, dope. But it just took ages to get so... there and... Long. And I, I will openly say, you know, in this lifetime, I have not really gotten strip teases, but I got to imagine that they are not typically this bad. But who oh, knows? Maybe I'm wrong. It's uncomfortable.
0: And, and they did it because they were like, we have to put nudity in here somewhere. But it, it was bad. It was like, <laughs> because, <laughs> because. She's like in a spotlight. They're like shining a spotlight on her, and they keep doing these close-ups on her. She's like wearing a robe. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's just a lot of awkward. And it that's another time when the the timing of everything doesn't really make sense to me because we go from the therapist getting killed, and it and it cuts right to that. And the therapist is like, my daughter's gonna be home soon, and it cuts right to that and the way that it cut i was like wait a minute okay so the daughter can't when did the daughter get home why is she already stripping for stuff because at first i thought the daughter was going to like stumble upon her her mom or something and later right and, and we find out why that doesn't happen but still it's like i guess her boyfriend just stays there and so they found him first and killed him and then she just walked into the room because she still would have had to come home walk into the room get,
1: yeah, yeah get, like, get, get dressed get ready get prepped for all this stuff that they're about to do
0: and then she walks into the room and he's just shining a light on her as, as that what she is assuming is happening is that he's just shining a light on her and she immediately starts dancing it's just like the the way that everything <laughs> unfolds is just, it's like a fever dream. Like it just does not seem it's not okay. It's truly not
1: yeah dude that, that <laughs> shit was bad that, that shit was bad and it was just another one of those sequences right where it's like this is a long it's a long movie once you hit a, an, an hour 40 i think a lot of people will consider that long especially when there's like stuff that can be cut out this is just another one of those moments where it's like yeah you can kill her sure but y- you really did not need like a seven eight minute striptease scene to do it like we right. really could have done that so much quicker no, and right. it's it's just it's in line with uh one another one of my issues with the film um i know i'm bringing up mostly comments here i'm trying not to but um it's just that along with some of the sequencing not making sense i do think the fact that mr and mrs claus just kind of get away with everything mm-hmm it like dilutes the tension or just something in the movie. Like it it makes the movie start missing something because every time Mr. Mrs. Claus appear, you just assume they're going to get away with it. And you're usually right. Like every time because they've got absolute villain plot armor. Nothing can stop them apparently. And it gets really old really quickly, especially When there was an entire first movie of us seeing this happen like i want them to have to have some back and forth i hate that they just walk into a place do their thing and then walk out scot-free every single time it gets annoying after a while
0: yeah it's super frustrating because like i said these people are human beings so we as the audience should have some kind of um some kind of feeling of oh maybe they'll get a one up like maybe our victim will get a one up and it never happens because even when they do get a one up we know that the, even when they do get a one up it's so frustrating because like take the sheriff the the old sheriff for example that scene mm-hmm. was infuriating because oh, we, my God. because the sheriff has him at gunpoint forever Hours, he's just talking and talking, and he keeps saying, "Oh, I had to shoot you. I have to shoot you because it's what I have to do to save everybody else." Then shoot him. What are we doing? (laughs) Then
3: fucking (laughs) shoot him. What are we
0: doing? (laughs) (coughs) Wasting like, like, why aren't you still talking about it? Just do it. Do something. Like, because the way that it's playing out in in this is that mr or santa claus and and mrs claus always know exactly what their victims are going to do it's like they are 35 steps ahead and so why do i care if they're always a mile ahead of everybody else and nobody can ever keep up like what's the point like there's no Not resolution that we're going to get besides they win which might be fun if the if i was rooting for the villains but like Mm -hmm. i'm not not really like if you think about if you think about the joker and batman like the joker is steps ahead of batman but he's on even playing field because batman is you know strong and clever and and in, in different ways. so they're evil they're able to, like, match evenly match each other. And so, yeah, like
1: you watch a smart character deal with the villain in a smart way. Yeah, but the villain is also smart and then counters the hero. That's fine. That's fun. Because, yeah, you set you set it up. yeah. But when one is just clearly outplaying the other every single time, it gets old.
0: It's like sad to watch, but yeah, because you're sitting there. And and that scene I think was when it really because I had already gotten kind of irritated before that at the at the funeral scene, because I like it, it was cla- I like what they did with like the 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 therapist was the one driving the car and and all this stuff but
1: mm-hmm. I don't know but, and, but like then, the end game oh go ahead the end game for that yeah was them killing the priest which right. was like a okay like yeah we get a little backstory about yeah he was a shitty dude um but it's just like it just came out it felt like it came out of left field where it's like we did did. all this setup all this funeral stuff and then he kills the priest that's where he goes he
0: kills the priest and then it's like oh yeah he was in the building the whole time what you guys didn't do a sweep of the building you have cameras everywhere but you didn't see him in the building and then it's like she walks and it's this whole idea of oh we cleared out every police officer within a two mile radius radius of that oh we they're all too far now And so then by the time they realize he's still in the church it's too late and nobody can go back in time it's like why like why does mm-hmm. it have to be such a big margin of error and then we get to the sheriff scene and you, you you kind of like, I will say, I did like the part where you think the sheriff is going in the wrong way, but then he comes back around. Right. Mm-hmm. But then he talks for forever and then he finally goes to shoot. And somehow Santa Claus got in there, but <laughs> sp- or poisoned the drink that he just so happened to drink that night and took all of his bullets out of his gun when did you do that was he in the bathroom (laughs) like shitting for hours and you had time to come in and do all this like why are you able to do all of these things and break into people's houses and be everywhere and know everybody's move before they do it but you're just a guy dog like you're just a guy
2: like you're you're
1: just a guy and now look they did try in this one to make you root for them a little bit more, um, right. they did. They they, they they attempted to go in that direction here. I think it kind of starts when you get the scene with him and the sheriff's granddaughter and he spares her because, you know, she's nice. She's not <laughs> naughty. There's no reason for her to right. die. Um, then we start as the movie goes on and we get deeper into it. We get into this subtext. Uh, they're really going after the people who were in charge of the asylum because those people were complete assholes. That did not care about the well-being of the people in there, which fair I think that is actually a good commentary on some things that are grounded in reality mm-hmm. for sure. Um, however, I think that it got thrown in there way too late, and I think that it wasn't structured well enough for people to care because ultimately even though that seems to be the direction they're going in by the time we get to the ending that no longer matters really right. like it was it was a step it was a stepping stone to their ultimate goal which they still try and push on you is Jennifer although they didn't seem to give a fuck about Jennifer for the entire movie right. this time until the end but they're like also, here's this subplot about Mr. and Mrs. Claus aren't really evil. It's the system that made them evil. They're just fighting against the system. Um, I like okay. I guess like uh, the sure. I, I, it works. It works a little bit, like a little bit for the boardroom scene, um, which was also had a share of sins because um y'all can write more nuanced evil board members than this yeah. I'm, I'm gonna throw it out there <laughs> yeah. these guys really did them we're an evil boardroom right. fucking laugh i was like come we're on an y'all. evil
0: company and this is what i mean where it feels like they start trying to add these like comedic moments out of that weren't in the rest of the movie and they like pile them on in this scene it's like first he cuts the guy's penis off with um like Garden shears and yeah. And
1: also, that to that guy like Collins or whatever. Do you just like intro yourself to everyone like this when you're taking a piss? Is this what you do? What's up, man? Is this the thing Collins, that you-
0: <laughs> from Damus Collins and Jones? Nice to meet you. Thirty
1: second floor. I work there. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm on the board. I don't work here. I'm um, on the board. And my stream is fucking ridiculous, bro. Look at the power here. Like, like what?
0: What? 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 This
1: is a bathroom, sir I'm
0: like look I've never been to a urinal before but I can't imagine it's like this like no <laughs> not, not no this. there's
1: a one <laughs> urinal rule for a reason you separate yourself don't talk I'm to like, me when I'm peeing not, man
0: not the tinder bio while you're peeing like <laughs> what is going on <laughs> but
1: yeah that, that shit was wild and then like... That the I guess climax of that with them killing everybody was okay and then leaving one person who was like the good one to be the the CEO or the CEO or the board or whatever. Like I thought that was good. Um and I will say that assistant walking in on her bosses getting murdered and not <laughs> giving a single fuck about it was the most realistic part of Let's, this movie. Yeah. Trust. <laughs> Your assistant, your your PA, or whatever the person underneath you, they see that happening to you. They gonna have that exact same reaction. <laughs> bet. <laughs> I, I love.
0: I think my favorite thing about that scene was when he threw the penis on the table, and then the guy was like, "Hey." you're not allowed to be in here like this is a private meeting (laughs) i was like okay i think we have more important things to be worried about right now than the fact that this guy is like yeah breaking into your meeting yeah i was like perhaps the yeah the the penis staring right the severed penis like right in front of you is maybe a little bit more more of a (laughs) of a worry than just being like hey you're not poor you're not part of the board you got to get out of here I was like, what is mm-hmm. going on? Um, also, I think they were meant to also be in Woodridge for that, but there's like a British flag waving British in flag the background. flag in
1: the background. Did they just forget about I that? Feel what like, happened I there? I feel
0: like, yeah, maybe they just forgot to like, um, like kind of uh, blur that or cut that out or green screen it out or something. Or maybe they just didn't think we could see it. Or maybe they just didn't think we would notice. Um, but yeah, yeah, they definitely. The giant
1: flag. Taking up like a fourth (laughs) of the corner there they didn't think that we would
0: okay okay they definitely filmed that part in uh in the UK but you know yeah or maybe
1: maybe Canada maybe some British Columbia maybe I don't know
0: perhaps Um, perhaps um but also this is a random note but it was just okay I have two random notes first of all mm -hmm. I hate when people do this thing where they act like kids are just because a kid sees somebody in a Santa Claus suit They are going to just be like Santa because this girl is supposed to be six years old. I think Mm -hmm. she's a little bit smarter than they're giving her credit for. And if I saw somebody walk into my room covered in blood with an axe, even if they are wearing a Santa Claus suit, I'm running like I'm running and I'm screaming from the room. And yeah. Okay. For she, someone
1: who has a, a sheriff as a granddad, her survival instinct was zero.
0: Zero. Non-existent, Negative, non-existent. almost. Non existent. She said, okay. Yeah. What's up, Santa? Are you okay? <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> yeah. So that was one thing I thought was interesting weird um and then also i like (laughs) i like the scene where they find the like the custodian guy hanging in the um the hospital he's like hanging from that rope that definitely wouldn't have killed him um because there's like way Mm -hmm. too much space between his hand and his neck but he is like hanging from the the christmas lights and while they are Mm -hmm. having they have like a full-blown conversation and he's just like swinging in the background (laughs) did you notice that when they're having that conversation where she's like we need a light in here a red light he's just hanging behind
1: nobody gave a fuck about did
0: not care didn't care they were like well
1: honestly same characters in the movie same i don't know why we (laughs) spent any amount of time on that guy that was so unnecessary even for the exposition dump that he gave still unnecessary no Um, yeah because they should have they should have figured out so long ago that they were going after people attached to this asylum like that's what i'm saying for <laughs> it was so goddamn obvious and like it's even more egregious because it doesn't have the nuance of like the 12 days of christmas right which even then they fucked up in the first movie not being able to figure that out mm-hmm. but this one is just like come on
0: it's like put
1: these things together like come on
0: it's C- like who, on. Who, who else would they put on a naughty or nice list the only people that they've had interactions with which are mainly <laughs> the people in, yeah that they had to deal with at the hospital like why uh, uh, that's what i'm saying that naughty or n- nice thing was killing me but without further ado Let's get into this ending. Yeah, it's time.
1: It's time we talk about this. Because.
0: <laughs> um, um, go ahead.
1: Actually, please vent your feelings. Okay. I mean, express your feelings. That's what I meant to say.
0: Okay. So, Courtney and Jennifer go to visit Jennifer or Courtney's uncle, and they discover. The last course, living
1: member right, of, of this the board, list, apparently. Of
0: course. And and I was like Courtney why is your whole family involved in this like (laughs) involved in this this like um, prescription scheme or whatever it is but yeah so they go to the hospital apparently they are the only people um, in this hospital not only is her uncle the only patient but there are no staff uh, working at the hospital that night either and nah, it's christmas why it's would they christmas. You know? it's christmas eve actually and oh, you christmas know eve, as sorry. we know hospitals close on christmas eve and christmas so it tracks <laughs> but <laughs> um, but yeah so they go to visit and then the the lights go down and courtney kind of says like oh i had this plan the whole time i set you up jennifer and like leaves jennifer behind but then you find out that jennifer and courtney were working together and first of all i once again if i see another gun pointed at mrs claus or santa claus and nobody takes the safety off or has bullets or no or is willing to shoot i am going to scream like at, by that <laughs> point in time i was so sick of that i was like just kill him because he's not gonna shoot her the safety is on courtney didn't even take the safety off like it was yeah and why did she trust
1: him with that with that task
0: i'm like you can't spring this was your and jennifer's plan you can't just spring it on him that he might have to kill somebody like oh hey uncle i'm leaving you alone make sure that this wild murderer doesn't go anywhere i know you're still recovering from your kidney a transplant <laughs> or whatever he was there for, <laughs> but I was like, "What? Why is this? Why would you leave him by himself?" But so she goes back for Jennifer, and then we have this whole speech from Nicholas that is literally we, the exact um, same <laughs> thing that happened in the first this one. this before, baby. <laughs> like,
1: Almost word I, for word. I feel like
0: am I the deja vu was absolutely off the charts the exact same speech that he gave her in the first one and and she has the nerve the gall the audacity in this movie to say i'm not going to make the same mistake i made last time but then she hesitates again so you <laughs> do want to make the same mistake so you haven't learned from last you time. Have learned
1: a damn thing huh? you
0: haven't learned a damn thing <laughs>
2: I couldn't be prouder right now. I've seen my baby girl reach her full potential.
0: I'm a proud father. I shouldn't have hesitated. I should have killed you.
2: Yes, you should have. But guess what, baby girl? You've got another chance. Shoot me, and you know what happens then, baby? When you take your first life, you become just
0: like me. She's nothing like you. She has friends.
2: Can you be a good friend, Courtney? And kill me for her? What? What did you forget? I killed your father. You know, he squealed like a pig when I cut him open. So do it
0: for your friend! Give me the fucking gun, Jennifer. No, it has to be me. Why?
2: Why, baby? Why does it have to be you? Because you've got killer instinct inside here, haven't you? It's just bubbling up inside you! And under all that moral and pretense, there's nothing! But I kill her and I can't wait to see her.
0: (laughs) Because, yeah, she's like, I'm not going to hesitate like I did last time. Proceeds to hesitate for like (coughs) at least four minutes. It's pointing this gun at him. And once again, it's the same old song, because once again, he's like, kill me, do it, do it, kill me, do it. And she's like, (laughs) like standing there with the gun, not not doing anything. And then this is when it just it, it it didn't make any sense to me because natalie this whole movie natalie has kind of been the one who's like oh they never got brought to justice and then she tells those people to like run him over with their car like she is very mm-hmm, much like mm-hmm. oh we're taking him down and then the moment comes and she shoots jennifer because she doesn't want jennifer to shoot him and i'm like what why why
1: i have never i've never seen such wild decision making like the final fucking conflict of this movie i i was actually shook um and not in a good way not in like a oh shit that just happened it it was a like what the fuck that just happened like what 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 sense did that make i'm i'm sorry like it still baffles me the choice made there like i i I don't get it what i don't don't get it
0: what i like i i i don't know i was I, i i had to send you a picture When after that happened.
1: Oh, is that what the picture was? Yes. Is that that the moment? Oh, my God. Okay. That was after I
0: watched the ending. I might have to put the picture in the Discord or something because I was. I was perplexed in a way I haven't felt since I was in math class in high school. Like I was. I just didn't understand. I didn't understand because Natalie was so gung-ho take him down. And now all of a sudden she's willing to shoot a girl whose entire family and friends have been savagely murdered by this man. And he is stand and he went there to kill them. And and she is now protecting herself. Am I surprised? No. But I'm disappointed like I was just like it just didn't it didn't line up for everything else that Natalie had done in the movie and I can't believe that she would shoot Jennifer in the stomach and then be like we're taking him in and then the uh, the fact that it cuts from that and we don't have any resolution about what happened to Jennifer because the Mm-mm. way that no. he is screaming he makes it seem like she's dead but yeah yeah we we don't find out what happened to her at all.
1: Yeah, which I don't know if that's them like really banking on this being a trilogy that they're like it's cool we'll cover it in the next movie. Um, y'all got some balls. Mm. Y'all got some, y'all got some big old balls for thinking y'all making it that far. But I mean, you know what I said that about the last movie, right? So Joke's you know us. what? Let me yeah. let me pause before I overstep here. <laughs> the egg is on but, our face.
0: Yeah, for that one.
1: Yeah, but. Dude, it just, it made no sense. It really did. And there are a lot of things that didn't make sense in this movie, but that one really just did not make any sense. Even from just like a writing and character standpoint is Natalie, you did not set Natalie up that she would make that choice. Right. That is not the choice that the character that you wrote would make there based on how she has been Acting for the entire rest mm-hmm. of the movie, I think that's the most upsetting part about it for me. Is like, yeah, it was a nonsensical decision, but it was also a nonsensical decision from a very rational character, and right. that to me made it even worse. Like I I would have had it better if fucking Zach or whatever his name is shot. Her.
0: It would have made way more sense if Zach shot her because earlier when the when he was attacking the convoy, he was like. When Natalie was like, tell them to run him over. Zach was like, shouldn't we try and take him in or something like that? Like he was the one who was like, no, we should try and take him in. And she was like, no, we're not doing that. It would have made. And he was like, you know, not as logical as as she was and careful about things that she was. It would have made way more sense if he shot her. And then maybe Natalie was like, was like, Zach, what are you doing? But then they still obviously had to take them in because now we get to the ending and I don't care about what happens to Natalie because now she's dead to me. I'm like, I don't even wanna look at (laughs) you anymore. So then we get to the ending and once again, one of them has been apprehended and the other one is still out on the loose. What a surprise. And of course, somehow Mrs. Claus is able to take down an entire police department Mixed
1: with some FBI, mixed
0: with some feds, go into the basement. The basement. Go into the jail. The jail cells. (laughs) It look like a basement. It does look like a basement. Slink behind Natalie, and they both like grab her, and then that's how it ends. So we know they're gonna escape again
1: yeah and it's like, yeah, you're making the callback to the first one, how it ended, but now the ru- the rules are reversed and now Mrs. Claus is grabbing Mr. Claus yada 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 yeah, sure you know what the ending still don't make no sense y'all it it, no. it it just doesn't it don't it don't make
0: no damn it's sense equally as irritating it's like even if you reverse the roles, I'm still mad because why are these people able to these are just people like I cannot stress it enough that these are human beings taking down armies basically <laughs> and with with a razor blade and an ax. Like the, it's not even, they don't even have guns or any, like they're literally just going in and somehow going in wearing basically the flashiest outfits they could possibly wear. It's not even like they're mm-hmm. sleeked in the dead of night in black. They're They're wearing Santa Claus outfits and just walking into these buildings, basically using the front door and killing everybody and and nobody can catch these bitches. Like, nobody can no, catch them.
1: They're untouchable. Untouchable. There's nothing you can do to these fools to hurt them.
0: Nothing. I'm and like, can we get Olivia Benson in here? Some. Because <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: And, you know, the the other thing to kind of like, I'm, I'm coming to a close at least my thoughts here, but One, another plot point that they kind of set up almost halfway through that I got somewhat excited for, but I think I'd been disappointed twice (laughs) at that point. So Mm. I checked my expectations, but they started setting up this whole jealousy aspect with Mrs. Claus and it even influences her one liner at the end, when she's like, oh yeah, I am the jealous type, blah, blah, blah. But they introduced this idea of a conflict between Mr. and Mrs. Claus is based on, on Mr. Claus's, um, intentions, like what he's going after. And like, it was a sound argument that like, I get it. She's crazy, but one that's still given the moment I felt like would have resonated a bit and I would have loved to explore that and seen where that went. Um, but again, you know what, maybe this is something that they're saving for the third movie. So who fucking knows, maybe. but that was just another moment where I was like, damn, you might've had something good. Get you yeah. might have had something good there. But we're never going to get to see it.
0: Right. I, I know. Yeah. Because to, to keep these characters interesting enough to have multiple movies, they need layers instead of just being kooky. And I hate that it's like nothing can tear them apart. They're invested with each other. It's what he says and blah, blah, blah. Like, no. Give me something. Give me something else. Because, yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. So they're just perfect and they're never going to turn against each other. And like i don't know and even and it almost at the end too she was she natalie said the thing to him like how does it feel to be betrayed by someone you love and i almost thought she was going to be like mrs claus left you and like she's not coming mm-hmm. or, or she's not coming back or or she she turned on you and like put some doubt into his like something to put some doubt into each other's minds instead of it being like oh no i know exactly when she's gonna show up there she is like and how again How, how did you know she was going to be there right now? (laughs) You're killing me.
1: Yeah, you set up your whole monologue with a specific point that she was supposed to enter in. And she was just there from the magic of Christmas. She found, she heard her cue from wherever the fuck she was beforehand. The
0: timing or even the voicemail that she left for the psychiatrist or the therapist. And she's like, wouldn't it be crazy if I was there right now? And she is. I'm like, what? What? What is this? What is going on? <laughs> what is what this? like Chris Angel mind freak bullshit is going on <laughs> with these two people? My last note is, and maybe I just need to go back and rewatch the first one. I feel like Nicholas in this one uh was giving me very Paul Wall. I felt like he was kind of struggling to speak or, or it wasn't even that he was struggling to speak i feel like he was speaking so that his grill was consistently showing did you ever feel like uh,
1: that yeah yeah it did feel like he was <laughs> like, on them holes yeah. for a little bit
0: <laughs> i was like uh, he was like every time i saw him i was like smile for me daddy like that's what <laughs> it felt like because every single time he talks it's like he's showing his teeth A lot I'm surprised
1: Mrs. Claus didn't drop that line (laughs) at some
0: point (laughs) turning.
1: But no, it's true. It's true. You know, maybe maybe it's that, or maybe it's the fact that like he gets a shit ton more screen time this time around, I think. So it's like we just notice it more. But I agree with you. There was a lot of grill. There's a being lot shown. of grill.
0: And he sounded sometimes he sounded like how I sound when I have a retainer, like both my retainers <laughs> in, like, uh-huh. and so I went, And so part of me was like, well, maybe it's just like not quite fitting his mouth, like, comfortably. But I don't know. It happens sometimes and then other times it, it doesn't. So I wasn't quite sure. But I just felt like I noticed it a lot more this time. And I was trying to remember <laughs> if he did that last time or not. But I don't know. Yeah.
1: Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> that's, that's my answer to a lot of the questions of this movie. Who knows? Who knows?
0: Who knows?
1: <laughs> maybe, again, maybe us in movie three. Um, oh, my If God. it ever comes out. <laughs> yeah. Um, and It's like, if it does, we're, we're going to have to
0: cover yeah. it. Yeah. not ready. <laughs> if it does, we'll cover it, but we shall see. <laughs> yeah.
1: But for now, should, shall we settle this movie first? Get this one done? And finished with so we can move on with our lives.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. Let us. And move into
1: ahead. the rest of December because we have a lot of fun stuff planned. But this was a must do. We had to cover this. movie.
0: I mean, yeah, this was like absolutely. We had to talk about it. Um. So but I am glad to say that that has been taken care of. And yes, we're ready to move <laughs> on to the rest of our Christmas movies. But we hope you enjoy this little present for anybody who was maybe, who had maybe been waiting for the long awaited sequel to that yeah, episode. Those,
1: those two people who are waiting, yeah. we see you, <laughs> we hear you, and we appreciate you. And this you. one's for you. <laughs> this
0: one is for you. um But okay, we need to figure out what we're going to rate this out of. Um, severed
1: penises, baby.
0: <laughs> have we done severed? Or, penises I'm sorry,
1: yet? severed dicks. Severed dicks. We
0: haven't done that yet, right? Have we? I know we've had
1: it's 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 bad <laughs> that I had to stop and like think about it for a second, but I don't think we have. I don't think we have.
0: I don't think we have I either. think we've
1: I think we've done close. Right. But I don't think we've ever specifically done severed dicks. I'm not sure.
0: Should we do severed Christmas dicks just in case?
1: You know, just to be safe, yeah. OK, yeah, let's do severed Christmas dicks.
0: OK, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first?
1: Yeah, I'll go first. Screw okay. it. Uh, all right, homies. So um, again, for the couple of you that listened to our first review of the original movie, uh, you'll know that we felt kind of similarly, it seems about both movies. And um, and that one, I think I actually gave the lowest rating I've ever given, which is a one. I think I gave the first movie a one. Mm-hmm. And so coming into this one, a year later, a year wiser, a year of horror movies under my belt, I think I'm going to give Nights Before Christmas a solid... Two out of five severed Christmas dicks. Wow. That is right, a one hundred percent increase from the <laughs> original movie. Wow. We bumped it up, baby. A solid two. Uh, yeah, look, this movie's still trash, y'all. <laughs> like, it's not. It's not a good movie. I'm sorry. It's really not. But, but the reason it's a two and not another one is, I do think. For 90% of it, it is all improvements mm-hmm. from the first movie. I think they took the things that for them worked in the original and then expanded on them and then had more fun with them this time. I actually think that the performances for what they were were pretty good. The special effects and um, kills in this one were actually miles better than they were in the original Um, So I was very thankful for that because that was a big issue that I had in the first one. Um, But here's the thing is that, like Erica said, they did lose a lot in the story department for me because they lost some of the charm that was the 12 days of Christmas. Um, So, yeah, all in all, still not a good movie, um, but... It wasn't as bad as I thought it could be. And so for that, I do want to give them a little bit of credit. Um, You know, maybe the third movie will be able to pull a three out of me. We'll see. But for now, Nights Before Christmas gets two severed Christmas dicks out of five from me.
0: (laughs) Okay, I can't remember what I rated it um, the first time but let me to tell you I actually remember yeah what did i do
1: you gave it a one and a half
0: okay well mm-hmm. <laughs> um i'm gonna give this movie i'm actually gonna give this movie a one i think ah
1: just the one <laughs> we went back <backwards laughs> <or no. laughs> uh,
0: i think i'm gonna give this movie a one out of five uh one um severed christmas dicks out of five um yeah because you know what it was the this one is an improvement upon the first but this one is boring and i feel like that's the worst thing you can be because at least with the first uh, the first one was a lot more enjoyable to me because of the the plot device that they used because we focused more on our teenage characters and it was like a nice mix between that, the police thing, and the killers. This one is just long stretches of watching the police just do everything wrong and struggling. There's like weird time jumps for me. There's way too much time spent on things that are not as important and and then no time spent on things that I actually feel like would have made it more interesting. And although the kills are better as in you're able you can tell that they like are able to show more and they got a little bit more creative in some aspects a lot of it is it's just kind of like it's a lot of the same kind of kills or you're cutting away and hearing people screaming or something and i feel like in a movie where that kind of feels like that's all the movie is is police thing and then a kill police thing and then a kill the kills need to be great and they just weren't and also the ending the ending had me the ending upset me more this time because we've already seen it once in the original (laughs) one
3: like it's (laughs) like
0: you know i i i can give the original one a pass because it was the first time but you can't do that again like you failed. And then
1: <laughs> and then shoot the main character on top of.
0: <laughs> shoot the main character. And be and be indestructible. I mean in the first one, they they surprised people a lot and that's how they were kind of able to get away with these kills as ridiculous as a lot of them were. They were working on the element of surprise and we had the mayor who was like the, the guy from Jaws, basically, who was like kind of mm-hmm. allowing these things to happen. But then in this one, despite the fact that we have police at every corner in this town, they are running amok and it was killing me, like <laughs> physically killing me. I was heated at the end of this movie and I am not often heated after finishing a movie, even if I don't like it. So, yeah, I, I have to give it a one, which I think may now be my lowest rating that... I've done so, yeah, well, you know, it is
1: Christmas tradition (laughs) (laughs) and you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw that in there. Um, homies, we talked a lot of shit today. Uh, we really, we really gave this movie a bit of a hard time, honestly, understandably. (laughs) However, I gotta be honest. This is, I know it's only been a two year tradition at this point but there was a part of me that was really actually looking forward to watching this movie and talking mm-hmm. about it and it, and that part of me has been around for like some weeks now so <laughs> you know for how much i dislike the original and this movie they have brought me Christmas cheer both years yeah. and for that I will give them credit
0: I'll agree with that. I was actually looking forward to watching this Um, So if nothing else, it did bring me joy in that sense until I started watching it But then even then <laughs> but even then I was really excited to talk about it um, mm-hmm. so so yeah, you know This movie, I think the thing too about this movie is that is also kind of frustrating about actually both of these movies is there's something in there that I really like, and I think I've said this before is I get more upset with movies that I feel like have potential than movies where I'm like, oh, there's nothing, there's nothing to be done with this movie. Right, And I think that's why it got me because there are moments in there that I was like, okay this could be i like where this is going and then it like slapped me in the face and i was like bitch you thought we're not going that way (laughs) we're actually going in the other direction i'm like okay oh okay
1: right
0: okay cool 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 um but yeah i will (laughs)
1: say there is nothing i want more honestly i say this in full earnest there is nothing i want more for the third installment of this series to be one of the best movies mm-hmm. I have ever seen. I want that story for you, Awful Christmas Trilogy. I want it, yeah. so please, please mm. bring it in the third one if you're gonna release please. a third one. Yes. Like, give me everything I want and need because I wanna rate you so high on the next one. But you gotta you gotta show up and show out. You gotta do it. Yeah. I can't be giving you passes just because... I got a little soft spot for you due to the holidays. We can't be doing that.
0: Also, I just realized the first one felt way more Christmassy than this one did. Like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have even known that this was Christmas at all in this movie, because besides them being dressed up as Mr. and Mrs. Claus, like it didn't feel as Christmassy as the first one. And I think that's because we focus so much on the police officers. We don't really get like the Christmas vibes. But yeah.
1: Oh, also, I think I was saying Zach. I think his name is Jack. I was like looking over the things. I think it's Agent Jack, but whatever. Really? You I know what? Zach. I wrote Zach. Hmm? Was it Zach? Uh, I, wrote, I wrote
0: Zach. At least my caption said it was Zach, but my captions were kind of messing up. And My captions places.
1: were actually hella wrong, though. I'm going <laughs> <I'm gonna> to throw <laughs> so it out there. They
0: were wrong. <laughs> they were saying things that I was like, I don't even think that's remotely close to what he was saying. But yeah, okay. yeah.
1: You, YouTube captions still need some work. Uh, they need some, yeah. Because you know, they're, they're the,
0: the part where he's like choking the, the guy, he says something there and my captions didn't even try. They just yeah. had
1: just, <laughs> right. sat, I just blank. That. I remember that. <laughs> I was
0: like, i was like that's bad. yeah
1: well you know zach jack whatever it is you you dropped the ball you know you did but yeah that's yeah. for uh, i'm not gonna kick a guy while he's down you know
0: yeah i mean i he knows he knows what he, he did. knows he knows what he did <laughs> um but okay guys that's it that is all that can be said about what is this called? Nights
1: Nights before Christmas. Nights before
0: I was going to say Nights Upon Christmas. Nights before Christmas, that is all that I think we can say about that. And like I said, if you want to check this out, it is on we both watched it on YouTube. Um and if you want to see the first one, it is on Tubi at the moment. But I mean, I I doubt that any of you guys have watched this but if you have let us know your thoughts um or if you end up checking this out after i still kind of want to hear what you guys (laughs) what you guys think of of this one Um, If you would like to talk to us about it, you can always reach out to us on our social media. We are homies of horror on everything. Um, You can also chit chat with us in our Discord. Um, That's where all the homies have been hanging out lately. And we've been talking it up in there. All things horror and just kind of all things life. So if you want to come in there and talk to not only us, but other homies the link for that is in our social media bios and discord is free so come through if you'd like and you can always email us if you have any requests recommendations or business inquiries we are homiesofhorror at gmail.com it's a monday if you're listening to this when it first comes out which means we're on twitch tonight we are streaming we're hanging out we're having a good time we've been cracking out the nog um lately so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if that sounds right up your alley then please come and hang out with us on twitch the link for that is also in our social media bios and last but certainly not least if you are so inclined we would very much appreciate it if you will go on to apple Podcasts and leave us a rating or a review or both if you'd like um The more ratings and reviews we have, the better. It helps more people get recommended our podcast and helps us get more homies um, to come and hang out with us. So if you have an Apple account and you have not yet done that and you would like to, we would be oh so thankful and so grateful. But that's it, homies. December is upon us. Uh, We hope that you enjoyed this, this very special gift that we, that we have given <laughs> to you today. And we will be back next Monday with a brand new gift, all nice and wrapped for you.
1: All right. We'll catch you next time, homies.
0: Bye.